Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, Daniel? What is shaking? You haven't watched any good movies or TV shows lately? Dude, I've got two kids. Well, fair. Do you read books? Like, no, you just, it's kids' time? Uh, I read parts of the paper at least every day. Okay. Uh, I'll read books here and there. I try to keep a pretty good reading schedule, but it ebbs and flows kind of seasonally depending on what's going on. I don't know that I've watched a movie, an entire movie, in one sitting since we've had kids. Wow. Because we watch it in, like, pieces. So the running joke in our house, even to watch, like, a series of something... Like, I'll watch 15 or 20 minutes after they go to bed, and then I just go to bed. <laughs> yeah, you're like, so I'm toasty. We put our kids down, and then I go to bed pretty shortly after because I wake up uh, on the early side to work out in the morning. And so I'm just tired at night. Yeah. Like, just I'm completely. usually, especially this time of year because it's so bright out at night, I'm like waiting for the kids to go down so that I can go to bed. <laughs> They're like, it's not nighttime yet. The sun's still like in the middle of the sky. And you're like, like I want to go to bed now. Like, Listen, it's bedtime. So your kids are not that into movies either. They're not into. They like movies. Well, I wouldn't count a kid's movie. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Like for holidays, we watched like Elf with them. And what else did we watch? We watched some other like holiday movies. Haven't introduced them to Home Alone yet because we don't want them, <laughs> one, to feel like we're going to accidentally leave them when we go travel, and two, we don't want them to try to get left so that they can <laughs> then conspire in all kinds of mischief. Uh, your kids are so fun, but I could totally see them like hanging the paint cans so that they slide yeah, down the stairs. Yeah, it's a bit concerning. Alive. <laughs> I made my family disappear. Like As a parent, you start to realize all of the things that you watched, well... You're not as old as me. But if you go a couple of decades past in entertainment, right? Like, they're not very appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that's So, fair. I mean, I don't know if we've just every decade tried to get more appropriate as a society and culture and not show our kids terrible things. <laughs> but, like, when you watch the things that you grew up on, you go, man, I don't know if our seven and eight-year-old is quite ready <laughs> To get to watch some of these things. Ah, uh, fair, fair. But but as a parent, you always feel like the appropriate level for your kid is probably one or two years behind where they actually are. So that's just the overprotectiveness, I think, of great parents. Well, our, I don't know that we're great parents, but these are issues that you'll have to think about someday. Someday, yeah. We're we're. Uh, what movies have you watched? Let me live vicariously through you. Yeah, what movies you have rattle I watched? Off like 10 um, movies. I don't know. We don't watch. We don't watch that many either. I'm. Hannah and I are kind of in a spot where we're like, yeah, let's definitely watch a show or let's watch a, let's watch a movie or something. Right now, we've been watching Chosen, which is great. I, I do really like that. So we've been watching that series. We watch series a lot more than movies. Do you binge them or do you watch them in snippets like we do? Oh, yeah, we can't. Yeah, we can't. We'll watch one episode. And we're like, let's start the next one. And then we're both like falling asleep five yeah. minutes into the second one. So, yeah, no, we watch like one episode and, and that's it. Really? But, See, Ashley, my wife. We'll watch something, and then we we always watch it in snippets. But if we end something, she always wants to watch at least five to ten minutes of the next one. And I'm like, no, I don't want to see what happens yet, because then I'll fall asleep thinking about like being left like, on the like what is going to happen next. Yeah. yeah. So we watched uh, Your Honor on Showtime. 
Okay. Like we, that's the series that we most recently finished. Okay. And that was good. Well, I don't know what that. What's that about? Uh, it has uh, what's his name? Brian Cranston, uh, from Breaking Bad. Heisenberg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. That's his mm-hmm. name, Brian mm-hmm. Cranston. I think so. I think you're right there. Probably. Maybe. Sorry if I butchered that. Uh, and it's good. He, there's not a lot I can say without giving something away. Uh, he is a judge. Fun. And then there's drama that surrounds him being a judge in New Orleans. Okay. And if you're into interesting stuff that stars him, it's worth checking out. Fair. All right. That was vague, but I just, no, that's good. I don't want to accidentally. Don't, no spoilers. Yeah. yeah I don't want to accidentally give. You know what I'm away. really excited about? Actually, um, one of my favorite shows of all time. If you have not watched it over uh, ever, it's called Justified. It's based in Kentucky. Uh, he's a marshal in Kentucky, so it talks about Kentucky a little bit, which is kind of fun. But it's just, I love that show, and I kind of like cop shows that are kind of westerny. Uh, but they're coming out with like a re a revamp. They haven't done it in like ten years, yeah. so now they're doing a, a revamp. To be fair, Kentucky is on the eastern half of the United States, not western. You said cop shows that are westerny. Well, it's like a it's like a when you think of a western movie or something like that, where it's like kind of like a gunslinger type thing and like cowboys he's kind of like a cowboy okay and yeah if you watch the show you would understand what i'm saying by western interesting but now this one is going to be like based in detroit so i don't know i'm really excited for it okay okay all right we went down a I had nothing hole. related to <laughs> either our sponsor or the question of the day well we'll get to both of those so let's get to the question first jack what do you got D-I-Y. jack darnell from ohio here As a person who will be receiving a government pension in retirement, I'm curious, how does that impact my planning as far as where should I allocate other funds, Roth versus traditional, and how much should I be saving to make sure that I am covered in retirement? Also concerned about ability to control my tax brackets in retirement because my pension income will be out of my control and curious how that should impact other areas of planning. Thank you. Jack, it's a really good question. Uh, it's something we deal with a lot at Jewel Financial when we're building out plans for people. Um, it sounds like in your specific situation, you may need to contact someone, whether it's us or someone else. Talking with an advisor can be really helpful for dealing with tax brackets in the future, where to put monies now, that kind of thing. Totally. And, and I just think that, that that might be helpful in your situation. Now, a few episodes back, Daniel and I actually talked about if you have a pension, um, can you be more aggressive in the markets and what that looks like? So feel free to go back a couple episodes and listen to us talk more about that and what to do as far as the investment strategy when you are when you have a pension. But Daniel, speak a little bit more to his uh, his thought process of having a pension and then having additional savings on the side and how you start evaluating that. So in the spirit of that episode that we talked about, the good news is that having a pension might simplify your financial plan because you have an additional stream of income, right, that you can rely on um, that that should be there through the ebbs and flows of markets, et cetera. So that's the good side, right? The bad news is it also complicates your financial plan because now you have a stream of income that's right. there. Right. And um, as sort of alluded to or bluntly said, now you have a tax concern that you might want to wrestle with. 
or you might need to at least plan for as you navigate retirement because elements of your income will be pretty well fixed and you might have less ability to have lower years as far as taxes go uh, versus higher years, et cetera. Yeah. And so you, you do need to think about somewhat the amount of tax deferred money that you are then setting aside uh, in addition to that. So tax deferred money means money that you put into an account now, you get a tax deduction now, and you defer those taxes for later. That's why it's called tax deferred. You don't pay tax on it now, you pay tax on it later. However, what you could run into a scenario of is that in the future, because of your fixed income sources, plus all this money that you've built up tax deferred, eventually the government says, we want you to take money out and pay taxes, which right. is called a required minimum required minimum distribution. Sometimes that could be a tongue twister. So we shorten it to RMD. So those RMDs are going to be forced later on in life. And when those happen, you then lose a lot of control over your tax situation as far right. as when and how to take money. Yeah. And typically um, for someone that had potentially a lot of money that's in tax deferred, we would look at Roth conversion strategies mm -hmm. before we get to RM RMD age or... Um, taking out money in a certain tax bracket or something along those lines. But in your case, if you have a pension that's bumping up your tax bracket, you might not be able to do that. So I think it's an excellent question because you have to factor that in and maybe that pushes you to contribute to the Roth 401k or the uh, Roth 403b in your case versus going down a traditional row. Yeah, I think when you look at it, you'll want to run some type of forecasting of your tax bracket now versus tax bracket later. Because if you can't, it might point you in one direct direction or the other. Um, beyond that, I think you have to work, at least initially, with somebody who's going to plan and forecast a little bit of what that future looks like for you so that you have a clear picture, so you have some level of confidence. So uh, when you're working with a planner, they should be able to illustrate a little bit of what your current tax status is. And then based upon what we know so far today, I mean, tax law changes all the time, but based upon everything we know currently, what you might be looking at in the future, and then you can really dial in on the decision making from there. Uh, but there's no, like, you can't really give rules of thumb. Like if your pension is this much, plus if you have social security of this much, then you should always do... Roth or IRA or whatever, a lot of that is going to be individualized advice. And really, that's what planning is for, is to really understand and know your situation and look for areas of opportunity within that. Great. I mean, I don't have much to add to that. That's I think you covered it pretty well. Yeah. So we covered, let's see, um, are there pros and cons of the plan? Yes, we covered that. Yeah. I mean, I think we covered all the elements of that question, right? Yeah. For the most part. That's the fact, Jack. Well, Jack, if you want to reach out to us and, and talk a little bit further, feel free to do so. You can check it out on the website, uh, powermindplan.com. Uh, send us those questions. So Jack sent us this question. He's going to get a $25 Amazon gift card. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org, podcast at DIYmoney.org. We need your questions. Three episodes a week. We have been getting some really, really good questions. Um, so keep sending those in to us. And then check out our website. That's DIYmoney.org. And see some of the blog posts and different things that we're putting up there. We're trying to really uh, kind of revamp that website and have some additional items up. Thanks, friends. Uh, the secret to wealth is really very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Hey!
Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.